on last week's Irrevelations. So we're in Exodus. We're starting off this week on chapter 14. Here's where I will defend the Bible a little bit on slavery. Hot take. Let's do this. God specifically stated that the whole reason for the plagues was so that they would remember him and know that my power is God. And, and it's been one week. And they're just like, they're like they're just sitting there eating dinner and like, why the f- why is this place so dusty? In my concordance, it says, all right, we've recognized at this point that at that time, the Egyptians would not have had horsemen. They didn't have people that rode horses. The Pharaoh got into his 1984 Supra and he chased them across the <laughs> desert. <laughs> or it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. What a bunch of shitheads. A bunch of Uncle Chimes. I was fine being a slave. I liked it. It was three hots in a cot. I had my f***ing brick making. I was busy. I had, uh, you know, I had a boss or something, a 401k, I'm sure. The announcer's like, no, don't worry. It's all part of the show. It's all part of the show. But he's starting to cry. It's like if I had a kid and for fun, I would just sick my dog on it. It's just biting the leg and the kid's screaming. I'm like, why are you screaming? He's like, all right, I see that branch right there. And he's like, yeah, throw in the water. He's like, okay. He's like, problem solved. And holy Day 30,000, the manna is here again. The the, the heroes of their texts are, uh, are like, Moses, you don't know what you're doing, Moses. Before we turn to the word, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Have you ever worn another man's underpants? So, first of all, bold of you to assume I wear underpants. I, I, don't, know. I don't I didn't fucking assume anything. <laughs> I didn't ask you a question uh, with no, no assumptions. I, I can... Uh, no, I've never worn underpants. Although when I interviewed at Disney a long, long time ago, back when I would have ever done that shitty fucking job, were you afraid they were going to make you put, I on was a afraid they were going to make me wear not a costume, but I had heard horror stories, uh, that to keep the costume safe from, uh, your junk, that they have a communal set of underwear oh. that they issue out to you <laughs> that may or may not be washed between sets. Literally Google crabs epidemic Disney. Uh, I don't believe it. I, I already that reads so it, Snopes Snopes red zone okay, for me. Anyway, but no. I thought you were gonna say you were afraid they were gonna do the sorority thing where they make you take off your clothes and they like take a sharpie and circle all the bad parts of you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Disney would do. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. No. Haven't you seen that? Have you heard of that? Uh, no, every video I've ever seen involving that. a sorority um, is a lot darker ah, than that. You, for you sure. Said <laughs> it gets way worse than. That. That's pretty dark. It usually involves a team effort, but um, <laughs> why? You've said far too much. <laughs> why? why? What was your point? No, the answer is no. I've never worn another man's underwear. Okay, neither had I until this fateful day, which is today. Uh-huh. Uh, I, a friend, uh-huh. I'll name him Kyle, stayed here. Maybe. Shithead Kyle. Wow. <laughs> Stayed here maybe eight, nine months ago. Okay. 
maybe less, maybe seven, last summer. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was him. Someone left their underwear here. Right. And I found it, and it's just like some... I don't know if it was like some paternalistic drive I had. I was like, I got to hold on to this until the next time I see him. Oh, yeah. He's going to want that back. It's, of course you would. They're MeUndies. They're the really nice ones. Oh, We're not sponsored by MeUndies, oh though, my God. by the way. I took them. I rolled them up. I put them in the back of my underwear drawer, like in the back corner where I wouldn't I wouldn't ever like get to them. Okay. And where they would just be there conveniently until I saw them again. I was going to go see them. Okay. Um, this morning, for the first, somehow, after, again, seven, eight months... Uh, I'm getting dressed in the dark because Sierra normally sleeps until noon. Oh my god! This and uh, and I, I, I grab I grab some underwear. I put them on. I get out. I'm getting dressed in the living room, and I look down and realize I'm wearing another man's underwear. Uh-huh. And I gotta say. There was a moment of panic. <laughs> there really was. Like, I can't. I'm, I don't, jo- I'm like, trying to understand this fucking dilemma you're experiencing. What, 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 I don't know what it was. I'm not saying that I can put. A, I'm not like, oh my god, this is my darkest nightmare. No, okay. I wouldn't have it really just, thought anything of it. it was if you had said that this it was happened. just an odd slithering in your mind. I was like, whoa! Like this is. <laughs> there was another man. There was another butthole brushing up against this, uh-huh. you know, and uh, you know, depending on how big your cheeks are, right? Kyle's are pretty shapely so oh, probably not <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting there so i basically i'm like well i hope this doesn't like you know awaken anything strange okay in me. And it hasn't yet uh-huh. but i'm not gonna say i it's assumed not gonna. that once i heard that it was kyle's underpants i assumed you were gonna put them over your face and be like no one questioned who i was until i wore the mask <laughs> that was a dumb joke oh fuck it whatever <laughs> anyway, i just assumed it was you huffing it like, no, no, no. Just wear them. I mean, they're still on. I'll show you. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. It'd be easier if I showed you. <laughs> Why are we doing this bit? Uh, These are nice. How do you... Right? Okay, yeah, they are pretty nice underwear. All right, great. Yeah. I'm glad we did this, but uh, I don't... Silky I don't. I don't want to get too personal, but yeah, I don't wear underwear. I, don't, I never understood the point. Well, that is too personal. I'm, I'm, um, a, I'm flow grown. You know, I wear, uh, I wear board shorts and, you know, that's, that's all I wear all day long. Why would I bother, you know? It's just gonna it be unner- sweaty, you know. This unnerves me because now, th- for the rest of our lives, anytime I'm around you, I'm gonna be thinking constantly that I'm air drying. One right layer, next to you? Yeah. no, that there's only one layer between me and your cock. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's your layers? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be worried. I yeah, I never really bothered with it, but uh, I wore underwear. I never liked underwear, but I wore it for the longest time because I was terrified that someone might get bit by a snake near me, and I'd have to like cut open their pants to put a tourniquet on, you know, okay. and then like yeah. they'd have to be like, get to the hospital. And, like, he's not got any pants because you cut holes in them. Quick, give him your pants. And I'd be like, ah, uh, okay, we can't though. And they're like, he's died. He's died. Take off your pants. I'm like, but we can't though. And then it'll just be <laughs> me in the middle of the woods with my balls hanging out. Dude, that's not an irrational fear. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've heard me tell this story before, but. One of our friends wears underwear under his swim trunks, which yeah. that is insane. That is but weird. thank God he does, because one day I had to rip them off of him okay. <laughs> to, to get them wet and beat out a forest fire that we had started. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So And so if he he was wearing underwear under his board shorts, which was, again, bizarre. But thank I God, or otherwise he would have been. Yeah. I burned his pants up putting out a I forest fire. I don't know fire. if God has a law involving underwear, but he should. And if he, well, we're going to get to the Mormon Book of Mormon We're going to get there someday. <laughs> But there should be a law. 
that makes it. Do you know what we should do? We should talk about today is some of the early laws that got established. (laughs) Oh, let's talk like ten or so. Yeah, ten or so. If we uh, that would be an interesting point of view. I'm glad we turned it all around. I thought it was going to get weird. I'm I'm literally a transition master. Yeah, because it was either going to get super dark or super Christian. That's been my typical experience every day. I'm. Tell me if there's a difference between those two. I don't think there is. Right. You're absolutely right. It's a dark, dark religion. Uh, very uh, pagan and blood-filled. Um, <laughs> are, you ready to, are you ready to get going on this, this episode? I have a question. I mean, do, do you want to talk about underwear more? I have a what? question. Have you ever... Oh, forget it. I was going to ask if you ever air-dried after diarrhea, but I don't want to know the answer. But whatever I was thinking about Florida weather. <laughs> one? I told you about the time that I accidentally flung some up onto my ceiling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another reason why I don't wear underwear is um, so sometimes you just do things that are just awful. You're horrible. You think about them later. But I got. <laughs> Usually, yes. I got super. Usually, I, I got super like fucking that. drunk at a local river and there was a tree to like jump off into the, the thing. And, uh, you know, as you do, when you're drinking and you're swimming, you got to pee, right? And I remember thinking to myself, all right, once I jump in the water, I'm going to pee in the river. That's just how I'm going to do it, you know, just the glorious, the glory of it, you know, the cold river and Mm -hmm. warm stream. And uh, I ended up peeing as I was climbing up the tree. (laughs) There was a bunch of guys in line behind me just like, (laughs) (laughs) I was that fucking drunk. But... Everyone, like, the people with me were like, ah, that's funny. And then, like, as we were driving back, I was like, actually, I don't think that was funny. I think it was just the the, 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 the oddity of it of just, uh, like, it was a packed place. There was, like, 50 people staring. I was just like, is that guy ruining the fucking rope swing for everybody? (laughs) This fucking shit. uh, I like it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I I want some more of it. I don't know what the rules are about uh, Um, intoxication, but I I gotta keep up on it. Yeah, you get a pass. And it's you know you climb you're climbing up a rope swing, you climb up a rope swing with a drunk guy. It, you you're probably gonna get peed on a little bit. Yeah, I mean the river's pee. I think the river is pee. That's my stance. That's why they're shaped like that, like a stream of pee. Exactly. Well, this is unusable audio, but all right, let's continue. Let's where we're. It's <laughs> fascinating. Dude. Yeah. We're, we're doing our own schematic narratives is... on uh, geographic bodies of water. I remember. I remember. I don't know what this is going on, but I remember. I was talking to my parents about a fight I had with a kid once. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I ended up punching him, this kid in the eye. It was just a stupid middle school fight. You know, no reason to be potentially blinding people. But I hit him in the eye. And my mom was like, I don't like to hear this because it's ugly. It's ugly to hear this. And my dad, just in his effort to piss off my mom, was like, I don't know. It's life. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh your dad strikes me as a real fighter. That's what I think about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I saw those kids, I saw those Covington kids fucking with that Indian, and I was like, that's life. You know, that's, uh, that's life. You know, that's just how it is. That's the truth of this world, you know? All right. Well, let's get started on episode, what, eight, 18 now, huh? Episode 18, yeah. This Hey, this podcast is now legally old enough to buy cigarettes in some states not in alaska though you have to be 19 in alaska yeah uh this is a revelations podcast we're the podcast that reads the bible so you don't have to obviously that's obviously what we yes do. i'm grant devoiced i'm kodalewski say it again except with your actual voice oh my and fucking not god my name is kodalewski it's polish it's already garbage words i just don't want to go down 
and you not go down because the <laughs> FBI can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I'm alone in prison and have to fend for myself. I just don't, I'm a cripple. I just don't want the Facebook to be recognizing my the voice. F- <laughs> okay, uh, it's too late for that. Um, yeah, so like like I said, we're reading the Bible right now. We're in Exodus, if you haven't listened to any of other episodes. Uh, we're on uh, chapter 17 right now. It's our 18th episode. Let's uh, Let's dive in. We're on Exodus 17. Um. Yeah, badass. Our last episode, we talked about manna. We talked about food, which was manna and quail, right? So in the morning, God brought manna. At night, he gave them quail. It's weird to me that we started off with the far less important of the uh, bodily requirements, right? What do you mean? Well, what do you need before food? You need water. That was the first thing they asked for, you dumbass. No, it wasn't. Yeah, the fucking... Hold on. Oh, yeah, they had the bitter water. They had but the they bitter kept, water. They've been walking the whole time. You need water everywhere. They're, I mean, by the time the mana thing's kicking off, like they're they're in transit. I don't mean to story. cast aspersions on these young kids, these young Jews here, but Ishmael did just fine wandering the desert, you know? He wasn't two million people either or whatever. That says you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a comeback. <laughs> who, who says? Who says? <laughs> who says he wasn't two million? Yeah. Um, no, so they're struggling, obviously. They have been gifted this food, which is great, right? Right. Two liters, a big old two liter bottle of manna every day, mm-hmm. a quail every night to uh, put them to bed with some protein in their belly. Um, but they're starting to get thirsty now. Now, I know the obvious answer is that God just hates Palestine. But why do they keep heading north? Like, if I was escaping Egypt, there's two directions. There's the endless desert of the Middle East, or there's Ethiopia, which I've only heard good things. You mean, isn't Sahara between them and Ethiopia? I think the Sahara is too. It goes the all the way across Africa, Egypt. I thought. Yeah, but it's on the northern no, it... part of the island. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it, continent? <laughs> yeah, like the second largest continent on Earth. Uh, um, yeah. It is technically an island, I guess. Uh, no, it, it goes across. It's like a band. Yeah, but it's, it's a band. Across. But if you went south, I think you'd hit like the jungles, like Congo. You're you, Dutch. You tell you me what would. it's like. <laughs> That's definitely on the West Coast. But uh, I think also it's probably worth noting that the Sahara, I think, is supposed to be pretty recent. It's taken over a lot of land. Yeah. So maybe back then it wasn't even have been that big. I'm just saying, you, you crossed the Red Sea to where now you're struggling for water. But I mean, you could have walked t- upstream. I would have walked up the, the Nile. Nile. I would have walked up the Nile. I would have. Yeah. I would have hopped on a croc. I would have mushed. That was a style. Put a fucking spurs to him, you know. Yeah. Well, crocs don't respond well. I would to have that, steve earned uh, my way up the Nile. Into a stingray. <laughs> uh, I think that the reason they have to keep going back is because it's the land that they were promised, I which guess. is dubious. Yeah, that's a dubious I, promise. I don't know what the I don't know what the uh, legal um, value is of oh, a yeah. promise from God. I've been trying that, but I haven't gotten very far. Sure. You uh, actually, I want to dig a little deeper. You've been trying that, yeah. So what I did cool. is I um I took <laughs> okay. a ma- I've been taking a massive shit in my neighbor's front yard for weeks now you know every yeah. day on my run that's a hate crime but go on yeah 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 and uh, he'll come over and I'm like God gave this to me you know every time he catches me because we go to work at the same time but yeah. um, 
So I, I've been telling him that it's God because I figure, you know, he's uh, he's white. So we have that in common, but uh, it just hasn't been. <laughs> just hasn't been. Huh. Okay, well, let's, we'll have to have your neighbor on the podcast uh, to give his side soon. Uh, um, but the thing is, is that, so I guess, yeah, I would have gone south into Africa, but here they are wandering the desert, dying of thirst perpetually. In, in As punishment, apparently. I mean, well, we haven't even gotten to that. They're just wandering. I don't know why they're... I don't think they're being punished at this point. It took them 40 years to get... But uh, we're still within the like first couple of months. Away. We're still in a couple of months. It, 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 right now, I That's think they've true. been wandering the desert for like a couple of weeks now. Um, Which is long enough to definitely want some water if you're in the... Fuck, if, you're in the if you're in Las Vegas, yeah. it says. They were in... La oh, no. Desert of Sin. Las Sorry. Ah, I thought it said city of sin. Great joke. Uh, <laughs> but so they're leaving the desert of sin. They're headed out and basically, yeah, they're thirsty. They have their mana. They have their quail. Assuming this was written chronologically, this could have been before. Who knows? Um, and they're camped at a place called Refidim. 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 You got it. You nailed it. And uh, basically they go up to, it says they quarreled with Moses. They go up to him and they say, hey, give us water. Right, because obviously you would say that to the. You're, this is like the fire festival. At yeah, this, point, this is. I uh, think it, it's definitely. It's definitely. Topical. I would have been questioning it a while ago. You know, um, of course. What I don't understand is, I guess I don't know. What would you follow Moses this far? Do you think he's got his shit together? Well, see, if you're in a group of two million people, yes, because at that point you can't go back, right? You know, Pharaoh wants you dead. Yeah. Um, it's your only option. You're everyone you love, everyone you know is going. What 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 do you do? I mean, you could kill Moses, I guess, and try and take over if you're that kind of a alpha male type personality. I mean, it's probably not what I would do, but I would definitely be. Um, I feel like if I was in this caravan, I'd be like those guys in Katrina in the Superdome. You'd be going to you'd be going to America. Yeah, I'd be I'd be like those maniacs in the Superdome that was just raping and killing and like stealing fucking iPods and shit. So, Did any of that happen? I don't, I, I don't know, happened. but I saw it on the news. So. Oh, you saw it on Breitbart. Great. Yeah. Um, so they're they're starting to get angry, basically, and it's understandable. Again, I don't, I can't believe that we haven't drawn the connection to Fire Festival yet. I like, already did last so episode, you dumb asshole. I was talking about wow. the logistics. Right. I thought you steal my shit. I feel bad. Then I feel bad. Hey, I apologize. Sincerely, on air to your own part. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell. Hey, both followers, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you're stepping on my toes. Um, but yeah, it seems like a shit show. So they're running out of water. And uh, what's weird to me is that God is really just like pissed at him. You know, like. It's stupid. Oh, I uh, made people need water and drink. And suddenly they're in the desert. And it's not like God is a stranger to sending people into the wilderness to die. This is like his He's third go around. The craziest part of the story to, to me was what my concordance said, right? Okay. So it's the way that people who practice uh, Christianity to an extreme level, as in their writing concordances, had to say about this. Mm -hmm. So you look at verses two and three, and it's Moses is saying, why are you quarreling with me? Uh, yeah. Why did you put the Lord to the test? Mm -hmm. And it says the people were thirsty and they, this is verbatim what they said. Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? Like, what's the point? 
of dragging us out of Egypt, out of slavery, if you're just going to let us die here of thirst because they can't drink. Fair question. The concordance says their conduct on this occasion was outrageous. <laughs> and it's like, no wonder God is so angry at them. Okay, first off, no. Obviously, no, it's not outrageous. Even if it was one person, right, <laughs> yeah. in the desert, that's still reasonable. Now, imagine that you're the father of maybe four children, uh-huh. and you're watching your children literally die of thirst right, in a desert. And you're like, hey, can we get some water? On what fucking ground like, uh, the way you no have other... behaved in this situation is abhorrent good sir like i can't believe that the concordance said that the concordance is such apologist bullshit yeah, i'm not even saying that the bible isn't true but the way that they wrote this to make the israelites seem like bad people just because they wanted their kids to have water is literally it's insane. kind of a weird flavoring on it because yeah god's like um god's like why are you tempting god with your bullshit i'm like I, yeah. uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what you want me to do here. So, and what's crazy to me is that why let it go this close to the fucking razor with it? Because Moses, is like, hey, did is you it know another that? Test? Did you know that people are thirsty? And God's like, okay, well, remember that staff that you've had this whole time? He's like, yeah, my snake staff, my God staff. I love this shit. This is my favorite staff. He's like, all right, uh, get all the elders of Israel and like smack it against a rock, and then it gave him water. Is that that's basically it. yeah what? the rock of Horeb strike the rock and water will come out so that people may drink. The obvious question here is why didn't God tell him to do that before people were starting to get uh, very for thirsty? Because then yeah. then he would have seemed so cool, it, right? That would have been great PR. Yeah, that would have been great PR. Be proactive, God. I mean, I don't, you know I read the uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I got some pro tips for this whole God guy, you know. Anticipate their needs. It's like when you That's ha- it. it's like when you have kids. I let them go as hungry as they can, and then it's like <laughs> eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night. They haven't eaten. They're like, oh, "I'm hungry." I'm like, "Oh, why do you?" Fush? All right, and then I get and I order a pizza. You know? Well, you can't like, uh, you my... can't appreciate spaghettios until you're literally starving. <laughs> Here's to death. my glory <laughs> to you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hunger is the hunger is the greatest spice. You know, they're like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I will say this. You know this was the best water they ever drank out of this rock. Oh, yeah. I mean, So, so maybe I can actually see where God's coming from. That, like, yeah, why, actually, yeah, why would he deliver this awesome miracle when no one is really, like, worried about water yet? That's nah, true. Nah. That's Fill up a little bit of... It okay. is. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what. It doesn't seem to buy him much anyways. You know, they're always just constantly complaining. It, they I, are whiners. I'd much rather just not be thirsty, but... Uh, you're right. They'd be shits. <laughs> it's it's good to be a little bit thirsty sometimes. I say lock them up. Um, I mean, Instagram is literally full of the thirstiest comments. So, and those and that <laughs> that platform is doing great. Exactly. Uh, so he called the place Masa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel, and because they tempted the Lord so much, and questioned his existence. I I don't know. It's funny. Masa means testing. Mariba means quarreling. So I guess God was testing, and or are they testing God? Is that what it's saying? I mean, is the over? <sighs> what are they testing God? Are they te- so the way that's insane? Uh, yeah, the way I think about it is like when people have their like asses kicked by like nature or whatever. Sure. And they're just like, oh my god, my daughter just got cancer, and my son just caught on fire. 
My house is in a sinkhole. Oh, surely what kind of God would let this happen? You know, there's kids in Ethiopia dying before their fourth birthday of AIDS, you know. And Moses would be there just be like, you dare to tempt God? You're questioning that he gives children AIDS? Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know, who are you to question God, you know? It's, it is fascinating. And it makes you think about, um, and this is me maybe giving it some slack, is that relatively speaking... Uh, to where humanity was at, where civilization and society were at at those points. Yeah, I mean, just having three square and a tent to sleep under was pretty damn good. Yeah, I would think so. You got you got all the sheep you can fuck, you know? Like, yeah, you so, you know, to us, it sounds like they're getting the absolutest, barest minimum and scraping by. But having mana every morning and quail every night, like, that's already, that's fire. Yeah. Not I mean, with a Y, with an I. Thank you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's that's that shitty fucking. Story. So water waters is has been waters, covered. Water, they, they bump it out of a rock. The water problem has been solved. I bet we never hear about that again. Um, now this is interesting. Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim, uh, and Amalek is the Edomites, I guess. The uh-huh. so was this part of the whole. Esau and Jacob, that weird, you know, where like one of you will get the upper hand, the other will get the upper hand. You're gonna fight and shit, you know. Part of that prophecy, Jacob. Um, I mean, are we still are we still dealing with basically two brothers fighting? Is that them, the Edomites? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that in my, my concordance. Identifies the Amalekians as the Edomites, the Amalekites. Okay. So, well, then I suppose so. Yeah, it makes I like sense. the mind doesn't bother with that. Uh, so they're fighting with it now. And then Moses said to Joshua, choose some men and go and fight the Amalekites. Amalekites. I don't, I don't give a shit. Amalekites. But what's weird is that he just, and then Moses said to Joshua, have you ever heard of this fucking guy? Uh, Joshua? Yeah. They they just, they they just kind of mentioned him haphazardly. And then, uh. So here's the thing. Obviously, yes, I have. In fact, as soon as this whole uh, Moses story ends in three more books, the next book is called Joshua. Okay. And so, you, you what the fuck was that? Yeah. No, I was waiting for you to, I was like, I was teeing it up for you, but you don't know how to golf. Yeah. So okay. the next book after Deuteronomy is called Joshua. It's all about this guy. He's a great general. He's a great warrior. He's a big deal. This is where he's introduced with absolutely no fanfare. Yeah, just, just a fun and, fact. like Moses, just like oh, and then the water. And he's like, hey Joshua, come over here, and you just see him like come out of camera, you know, like oh. yeah, yeah. So he's just like the uh, what's the word, the protege. Um, protege. Do you know what? Do you know what Joshua? Uh, there's another pronunciation for Joshua between Hebrew and Greek. Uh, is it do you know what it is? Yeshua. I don't know. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Weird. This is the exact same name as Jesus. Huh. Literally. Weird. Fun fact, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of obviously scholarly speculation, what have you, that he's kind of supposed to be like the pre-Jesus Jesus. Yeah, like we the, need one of those. Definitely, Jesus had like a bunch of uh, Jesus is also the uh, angel, and he's also this guy. He's just he's just yeah. popping up in a bit, you know. So it's like a yeah. You got you got this is pre-Jesus, pre-Jesus. Right, he needs to be in all of this shit. Um, and well, a lot of this is supposed to be um, prophetic in a way. It's supposed to be 
symbolic. It's supposed to be like sort of a proverbial, but also literal version of what's going to happen later. Sounds like you have the you have the sacrifices shit. of the clean lamb. You have Jesus's later that, and this this whole there's a lot of this nonsense. So, I guess. I mean, it doesn't it really sounds, all line up unless you really want it to. When we get to, to the New maybe... Testament and ultimately the Book of Mormon, you know, the end of this trilogy, um, <laughs> we could talk about uh, the idea of fucking uh, plagiarism in the Bible. Because I, I don't see that Jesus, we'll come to it, whatever, but yeah, I don't yeah, see yeah. Jesus be like, oh, and Jesus is like Passover, and Passover is foretold. Well, it's easy to like come in after the fact with your fanfic bullshit and be like, "Oh, this is the foretelling. It was foretold." Well, yeah, you just copied the last chapter. Like, it's fuck, you know. Yeah, this is for sure the Phantom Menace of the whole thing, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Um, so, so it's time for a fight. Yeah, so with these Edomites, these goddamn Amal- Amalekites are—I'm just gonna call them the Edomites. These goddamn and, Edomites. And for anyone, for anyone that's offended by Cole's use of the of the phrase "goddamn," no, it's quite literal in this sense. It's not. <laughs> God is going to damn these people. These damned by God Edomites. <laughs> Correct. Rushing in on these uh, poor, poor Jews who are in a caravan looking for a better life. Uh, are opposed by Joshua and Aaron? Oh, no. It's just so Joshua is like, Moses tells Joshua, lead a bunch of Jews, go in there and fight off these Edomites. And... Um, Moses, Aaron, and again, just mentioning some guy for the first time ever with no backstory is her. H U R. Yeah. Yes. I never heard of this guy before. Who's another like right hand man to Moses? He's one of the elders types. Mm. Uh, so they go to fight the Edomites, and Joshua's fighting them, and um, Moses takes that sweet ass staff he's got, and he uh, holds up his hand. Is he holding a staff? I don't even. I think he's just holding up his hand. He- right? No, he is holding up the staff. Okay. Oh, no, just his hands. You're right. Yeah. You're right you're so right. he's got just his hands and he's holding them up. And his ability to hold up his hand decides who wins the war. Yeah. Have you never, you've never been in a war that was like that? No, I've never seen this before. But uh, something I find interesting. So he, he's like, my hands, my hands are heavy. It's just so hard. People die. I mean, that's there. true. Do it. No, actually, hey, put your arms up. Put them up. And keep them up. We're going to keep doing the podcast. I'm going to let everyone know when your arms go down. Okay. Put them up. All right. I, 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 they're up. No. You can see them. Where I can see them. I got to be able to see them. All right. You all right. Did. Keep them up. But all right. So but this is a good exercise. Higher. People are going to love Actually, this above your head. No. No. Above this is as much as Moses did. This is as much as Moses did. Shoulder no, he's like, like this. Shoulder. He's doing like this. Oh, the Hitler like, salute? Picture. No, but with both arms. So it's not no, really just Hitler one salute. hand up his hand. Do the Hitler salute and then take it a says photo. Hands. That's, he's, he's, do, he's doing the Sig Heil. Over this, uh... look, dude. I spent a lot of time in church. This is what they do. No, they, they put their hands don't. up. It's like it's like you're the Y in the YMCA almost, oh, but a slight downward tilt. No, I don't believe you. Put them up. No, okay. So they're above my head right, now. I'm glad we're doing this. I'm doing this for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let everyone know when they go down. Uh, so Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat. So he's like, my hands are heavy. And they're like, oh, let's get him a stool. And that would they, help. Like, they support his hands. They get under his one hand, you know, and the, 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 I don't know. What, what, what is this supposed to be? Yeah, they're just helping him hold his arms up. So, oh, look at you. You're already having to rest your arms. Shut up. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that took 30 seconds. You can put them down now. I think I proved my point. No, no. I would, I would totally <laughs> save these Jews if I was given the chance. The point being... 
that, yeah, your arms are going to get heavy. They're going to get tired. You're going to need some help holding them up. If for whatever crazy ass reason, that's what is required. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scholarly from the secular and biblical world, uh, interpretation of this. So is it that he's pointing up to God and making the Israelites remember God during the fight? Or is it all symbolic? And like he was putting his arms up kind of in response to what was going on. It, I, who knows? Right. Um, I guess there's a lot of different ways that this is interpreted. So I'm not even going to go there, but he, he pulls it off. He keeps his arms up. They win the fight. Uh, and then God says to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book. And recount it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Literally rude. Yeah, he's like, write this shit down, and also no one's going to remember Amalek. Well, remember Joshua, but fuck Amalek, which kind of true. It's funny because here we are reading about Amalek. Yeah. I feel like I remember him. Uh, And apparently, like, my Bible has no idea what they're talking about. They're like, maybe it was his diary? Do you think Moses kept a diary? Uh, yeah, it's called the first five chapters of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, he must have written in a scroll, but uh, even this Bible recognizes that um, this would have been written long, long after Moses. So anything he was writing down now wouldn't have survived or been kept or whatever. Yeah, a lot of a lot of what my boy Kugel pointed out during this section of the Bible is that uh, we're getting back into a very heavy um, multiple writer phase where you're seeing some stuff that's kind of redundant and contradictory. So Moses builds an altar uh, called the Lord is my banner. And he says, the Lord has sworn that God will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So this is just first of many, I guess. And that's why uh, we continue to drone strike the Palestinians. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is Saudi Arabia, but yeah, yeah, you're on it. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, like there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I was speaking uh, there as U.S. foreign policy. <laughs> Just so we're clear. You know, what's kind of funny is uh, I know a person who's going to Israel this weekend, I guess, for like a while. Really? And I had a friend just go out there. People were talking about Israel, and she's like, it's just like America. It's really, it's just like Florida. You know, the weather's nice. It's the Mediterranean. They have Walmart. They have everything. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone was like, oh, yeah, I just visited Palestine. They're like, yeah, that's, uh, it's kind of like some rubble, mostly. It's kind of like some, <laughs> hmm. it's, it's kind of the same. I was like, I wonder why. Uh, it's weird. It's it's almost as if uh, God swore that he, uh, he would be at war against them. <laughs> 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 it's right here. Exodus uh, 15, if you were wondering. Uh, Gross. Wow. Uh, so Exodus 18. Uh, Let's dig right in. I don't like... This is one... Every now and then, you know, I say there's a chapter I don't like. This is definitely one of them. I, it's so clearly a schematic narrative. And we'll get to that by the end of the chapter, but... It's just them explaining why they do things a certain way. It's a dumbass story. So it's a dumbass... Every bit of it... Is filler information. So, so wait, define know. schematic narrative, because you've said that a few times, and I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's from Google. Okay, my boy. Uh, schematic narrative is basically like an origin story of something you do. Okay. So it's, all right, this is something our people do now. Let's reduce it 
to this and, is why. Yeah, which you oh, see so in like, every single culture. Like, oh, why are they called the Edomites? Uh, Esau ate a bowl of soup once. You're like, okay. Yeah, it was the red. He was red okay. soup. And then That's a schematic narrative. Jacob fucking wrestled God and he busted his hip yeah. doing doggy style or whatever. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we put, we, you know, we do, we eat unleavened bread at Passover because of this. Yeah. Like, it's, you, a lot of these things are schematic narratives. Some of them have a lot more, narr- like, of the narrative side going on versus the schematic, but it's there. So Exodus 18, Jethro, who's been hanging out with uh, Moses' wife. He's, Jethro is Moses' father-in-law. Now, I'm going to say this. If I my father-in-law's name is Jethro, I'm not trusting my wife or any of my <laughs> uh, yeah, You got to know. Stay away. Uh, <laughs> That's some Appalachia bullshit. So Jethro and his very close daughter, Zipporah, and Zipporah's kids, Gershom and Eliezer. Well, Moses' kids as Eliezer. well. Yeah, Zipporah and Moses' kid. Gershom and Elizer. Fucking shitty names. Um Meet Moses in the wilderness. They show up. They've been. Let's backtrack a little bit. Did you? Ca- I didn't see a point where it said that he she was sent away with her boys. Uh, no, but I'm assuming he did it during the plagues. Yeah, I didn't know if it was during the plagues or during the Exodus or during the war because there was the war with the Amalekites. Mal- there was the insane Exodus thing where they're running around the desert, and then there was also obviously the plagues. So at some point. During in one of these, and I'm not aware. It doesn't of mention when it was previously. Yeah, it might later. Who knows? During numbers, maybe. But for some reason, um, and probably reasonably so, Moses saw fit to send away the wife and kids because shit's going to get a little yeah, dirty. You would now that they've bested the Amalekites, they've sort of shown their ability to uh, govern, defend themselves. You know, it's time to bring the family. It's back, like when right? all those Nazis sent their wives to Argentina. You know. They're like, I'll be back, you know, but it's going to get kind of rough here for a while. Absolutely. And then they went and joined them later when they lost the, lost the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're still there, I think. Probably. Here's the other thing that I am weirded out about is that <laughs> weirded out is a very strong term. I just hate this passage. Uh, it says, okay, so now that they're clear of the Amalekite problem, Jethro his father-in-law brings the wife and kids of Moses back to him, right? To like rejoin the family. This is the stupidest writing. This is terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay. Writing. I'm going to read it verbatim. I don't like to do that, but I'm going to do it here. What's the it's, verse? It's important. It's verse uh, chapter 18 verses five and uh, six. Okay. So Jethro, Moses's father-in-law together with Moses, Moses's son and wife, sons and wife, came to him in the wilderness where he was camped near the mountain of God, which is Sinai, which we're going to talk about soon. And it says in uh, verse 6, Jethro had sent word to him, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and her two sons. Why Why does, chap- why does verse 6 Ah, Because it's written by exist? idiots. I assumed it was because uh, it was a guy who had cut Jethro's face off and was wearing it. And uh, Moses is like, is that, who's that? And he's like, it's me, Jethro. And he's like, yeah, it looks like it says you say it is, you know. If the entire Bible were written this way where it says this happened and then this person said that this is going to happen, it would be ten times longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean they did the same shit with uh, what's-his-face, uh, the servant to Abraham. I yeah, yeah, it's just like that's what it is reminiscent of. Yeah, some bullshit. Uh, I hate it. 
so Jethro comes to Moses. They hug it out. He's like, oh, yeah. Moses is like, oh, you won't believe this shit with the Egyptians, man. We killed a whole bunch of kids, and, and they, like, chest bump over it, you know. I like that there's no mention of his reunification with his wife or kids. Yeah, yeah. It's just I'm, him hanging out with his father I'm assuming it's just, him and his, it's just him and his father-in-law. That's all he cared to see. They're like, oh, shit, man, we're going to do so much fishing. You're like the dad I never had. You know, they're going to, like, hang well, out. Well, so. you know what they say? The quickest way to a man's heart is his daughter's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone says that. I'm sure anyone, I just did. I'm sure anyone named Jethro would also say that. <laughs> Um, so they're, they're, they're having a grand old time. His wife is probably like behind him. Like, Hey, are we gonna have some time for this? Shut the fuck up. I am talking to Jethro. I am talking to Jethro. Um, (laughs) so they hang out, they have dinner, all the old wise men meet up with them, you know, and they're chilling out and they have some bread, you know? Um, but here's the thing. I, I don't know. It seemed like it was like at night. I don't know. They're eating bread. I don't know if they're breaking the fucking mana Sabbath and all that shit, but. Seems weird that they've got bread. Um, the next day, Moses goes and he starts judging people. All right. Well, I don't know. He's being a judge, right? I think that it means that, right? Like, people are coming to him and be like, oh, Monica fucking stepped on my foot. And he's like, all right, we'll give her yeah. one shoe, you know? Say 15 Hail Marys or whatever. I don't know. That's a really crazy uh, judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Give her three pieces her of gum. I don't know what these people do. What the do. fuck good is one shoe? I don't know. <laughs> Pray you never step on another shoe. You'll get a whole fucking pair. But uh, so I guess every day Moses is just like his entire day is people coming to him with their bullshit. Which is stupid. Yeah. Because there's two million people. Two million people. That line. I mean, have you? it's got to be like TSA right now. Like It's got to be just out the fucking door. It's it's like the water section of Costco when a hurricane's rolling in, yeah, you know? Yeah, like oh, all these two million people need judgment, and it's probably like, like they're fucking animals. Some petty ass yeah, bullshit some, too. Like imagine that. Imagine you're starving to death. There's no water, and then someone's like, you know, uh, I had my bedroll, and then he spilled a glass of wine on it, and I need to be recompensed. My bed's sticking. He's like, all right, come to Moses. Moses, will, I'll, I'll talk to God. God will tell me what to tell you. <laughs> like this guy's looking at me funny, and then the next one's like. That man over there has raped a dozen women today. <laughs> There's just a guy with his concubine goat with a wig on. They're like, is no one going to stop him? I've got. Yeah, it's, I wonder if there. I wonder if the, he like at least employed some people to prioritize these. You would think. Like, just to say it. There's because he's dumb. There's 800 people arguing tree law, and there's the one guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, but the, I think the point of the story is that he wasn't doing anything to prioritize, or it, it was just a shit show. Just a first right? come, first serve. So Jethro sees this shit, and he's like, is this just what you do all day? You just sit here judging people? That's your entire day? And uh, Moses goes, yes, the people come with me to inquire to God. And when they have a difficulty, they come to me, and I judge between one and another, and I make known the statues of God and his law. And Jethro basically goes, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, I can't believe you do this with your day. Obviously, I feel the same way. Jethro, by the way, so far is probably my favorite character. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, from A, from the way that he treated his daughters. Remember, remember the back? In the yeah, day, yeah. They're, yeah, 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 back, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, oh, yeah, dad, we're back. Uh, some guy saved us from these like evil shepherds at the well. And he's like, you just fucking left him out there? Yeah, he just didn't bring him back home? He just he just runs a comb through his flowing mullet. It was like, you stupid bitches. <laughs> 
cracked open a Bud Light over his fucking shitty mustache. He's like, get him! That's what I think of Jethro. I think of Jethro... He's like, I, I go priest all day at the coal mines, yeah. and this is what I come back in, to. In his beat-up 1994 Toyota pickup, just like, the fuck you guys no, doing? It's like, he drives a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking put cigarettes out wherever he stops, you know? Uh, that's Jethro. That's fucking Moses' father. That's I, I, To a T. But, He's uh, my boy. Jethro, Esau, who else? Kane, those boys can handle it. <laughs> those guys know how to party. Uh, if we were getting the band back together, Jethro's obviously lead. Um, but so Jethro goes to him and be like, you know what? This is this is too much, man. You're wearing it too hard. Obviously, you shouldn't be doing this so much. And the rest of this book is basically Jethro being like, you need a fucking system of appeals. You need lower courts. You're like the Supreme Court, Moses, but you need a Ninth Circuit. You need the Seventh Circuit. Like, you guys, you fucking <laughs> Jethro's stupid? like, now, Jethro's like, now, my boy, have you ever heard of the Devil's Triangle? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine. It's, it's a sweet move. I just imagine Jethro head rolling a cigarette and just be like, so here's the thing. <laughs> You need several courts of assistance. A system of checks and balances. And Moses like, right the time. like you see him chugging a jug of moonshine. He's like, what you got to do is you got to remember that the laws of God must be codified into not. And like, oh, yeah, thanks. Thank God. For Jethro. Good old Jethro. Jethro is a, he is a homie. Yeah, he, he's a smart guy. It's weird because he's a priest, right? But he's not a Jew. He's not an Israelite. Well, he, but he's they a worship the same he's God. A, exactly. What a weird... I feel like you never really get this in the church. Uh, split, They're kissing you know, cousins, thing. the Midianites and the Jews. I know, but it's, you never, there is not a point in my upbringing that I realized that there was people outside of the Israelites that worshiped the air quotes, true God, you know, yeah. that there was these people that were following the right path, but that still weren't the chosen people for whatever reason. Clearly he's, again, this is one of the best characters we've run into so far. Yeah. He's smart. He's he's a kind person. He's good-hearted, but what is he? He's not an Israel. He's not good enough to be an Israelite. He's not chosen. Yeah, he doesn't even circumcise know. his kids' dicks. Uh, yeah, what a piece of. Grandpa. I mean, Jethro's the kind of guy that's like, "Hey Moses, are you fucking stupid? Is this what you do all day?" Like, oh, I thought this was the best plan I had. I'm like, well, yeah, I thought it was a good idea to have two million people line up to just see me as the judge. And it's like Jethro's like that guy that's like, "All right, you're, you know, obviously you're the idea man, but I gotta come in here and do logistics." He's a consultant. He comes in, does the real work. He does. So basically, he lays out the perfect plan, and it, it is very reasonable. It's exactly how our government is set up. He says, "All right, you can have, you can have like uh, uh, associate judges, right?" Over thousands of people, over hundreds, and over like fifties, like right? And so shit, kind of. it's it's like an, an, a hierarchy of different levels of judges that oversee different groups of people. If one of them has a trouble that they can't solve, like a, a crazy issue, then they go up to the next yeah, person. Small until claims it gets to court, exactly. It, it's just like the federal court system. Yeah. You got the little court, you got the Supreme Court, you got whoever I don't know, the God Emperor. So it's a it's a whole tiered system. <laughs> That makes it where Moses isn't dealing with every little petty-ass story of, oh, their tent's too close to mine. Yeah. And I guess we'll get to it, but so the, he, 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 I don't know what the word is, creates these leaders. He, uh, I don't know, anoints them. Anoints ordains. them. Ordains, yeah. Okay. He ordains yeah. a bunch of little judges, some appeals courts, um, and the light judges, you know, oh, that guy stepped on my cat. You know, the, they deal with that. And then he says, oh, this guy raped my cat. Well, all right, that one's got to go. <laughs> that one goes to Moses. We give that one to Moses. Uh, so he judged all the really tough ones, the real the real, the real, real tough ones, the ones you got to go to God with. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get to see a lot more fun judgments happening in the Bible, don't worry. Uh, Jethro's like uh, Bagger Vance. He just comes in in the dark. He's like, hey, what's this problem? Like, I don't know how to fucking judge well. And he's like, all right. And he teaches them. And then uh, Exodus 18.27. And then his father-in-law departed and went on his way back to his own land. Yeah. So Jethro was, I think, in... Um, now, obviously, this is race-dependent, which is not the case in this story, I guess. But uh, he's the magical Negro, right. I think they call that. No, yeah, exactly. Right? The guy that just shows up and, like, he doesn't really have... He sees you uh, struggling and an you don't even know it, you know? Yeah, we don't know anything about this guy except that he's the father of Zipporah, that he's kind of a cool dude. He's a priest. It makes it so clear that it's a schematic narrative, yeah, right? Yeah. In that he's just filler. Everything in here is is ludicrous to take it as an actual story because it's meant to establish why... The Israelites do things. The if way it they had do. been me, I just would have had the ghost of Christmas past come in and <laughs> teach him how to. That actually would have been five yeah. times more dope. Just, just playing guitar solo on his scythe. Um, hmm. I don't. I think that's the ghost of the future. I've never read those books. Yeah, you've done goofed. I only saw the Kitty versus Spitty special, and I, I don't think they really explained it. Yeah. No. There you go. Well, you you basically that's like watching Rugrats and telling me you know about the Passover. Yeah. Um. So Exodus 19, Israel at Mount Sinai. So this is officially... Finally. Yeah, fuck. Oh. This is the third month after they've left Egypt. And they're still in the wilderness of Sinai. And the nation of Israel is camping at the base of Mount Sinai, which they call the Mountain of God or whatever. Let me say something real quick. So this is only three months in, right? Right. This is very soon. I already feel like it's been years, just from the way the story has gone. A lot's happened I was in three on, months. I was on Our Christianity uh-huh. this week, Reddit. It's a Christianity subreddit. Yeah, I figured that and, much from the context. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you're not the only person listening to it's me. It's Our Christianity. What was it going to be about? Slow cookers? Not everyone knows what Our Christianity would mean. I have to explain what the R there is for. It's okay, a subreddit. Great. It's on the site reddit.com. Oh, my God. You can find it. With your favorite browser, whether oh, that's Jesus Internet Christ. Explorer, yeah, I got it. Microsoft Edge. We all Edge. get it. <laughs> I'm, now I'm doing a bit because you were being difficult. Go on your this Internet your Explorer. Fault. So you, uh, the, the person was bringing up an interesting point in that the 40 years, the way that the, Israel, the early Hebrew was using uh, words and numbers, um, 40 years could have meant... 40 of any amount of time, I think is what they were saying, is that the, the the Hebrew had multiple, the Hebrew words for 40 years could have meant just some amount of time, which is fascinating um, because we're going to get, we're, obviously there's a lot more story to go with them being outside of Canaan. Right. But uh, it's something that I think is worth thinking about as we continue this story. So it I sounds like a bunch of up. bullshit. Whatever. Hashtag reddit.com. Um, um, so anyway... Moses goes to God and he's like, listen, I, you've seen what I did to the Egyptians, which is a weird, yeah, like, hey, you remember what I did to those Egyptians? Yeah, you killed a lot of people. and killed babies. You inflicted a great deal of suffering on people that had nothing to do with it. He's like, yeah. And then I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Which, I don't know, that's a, that's a very uh, bold statement. I bore you on eagles' wings. People have been starving. Uh, and been complaining about no water. It hasn't exactly been a boar on eagle's wing type journey. Oh, I thought they were just referencing Lord of the Rings here. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you, fucking Gandalf? Yeah. But, uh. Um, no, the eagles. Yeah, but 
Gandalf was the friend of the eagles. I don't want to waste any time. Oh, yeah, he did talk to, he whispered to the moth. Yeah, I remember now. Idiot. You're talking about the movies. Fucking idiot. Um, so he's like, yes, indeed, if you, ob- this is God to Moses, if you guys obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Blah, blah, blah. You'll be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, and you'll speak to the children. So this is kind of just setting up Israel. It is. This is the establishment. Now, I feel like we we do this with every generation, though. Like, you get to Abraham, and it's like, all right, this is the father, right? This is the father of all Israelites. But then you get to... uh, Jacob to Jacob. And it's like, okay, this guy really though, like his name changes to Israel. He's the real deal. But then he has the one son who's like, all right, this guy is the savior of this. Now we're down to Moses. Who isn't even of house Judah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What house is he? He's a Levite. Levite. Oh, so he's one of those. He's like the John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, well, I mean, we've already seen Moses already killed a guy. Fucking. Yeah, that's true. He is a brutal son of a bitch. Um, he indirectly drowned the entire army of Pharaoh too. Yeah. So killed a bunch of kids. Wow, <laughs> makes you, really makes you think. Um, he has a snake staff. So God tells Moses, "All right, listen, I'm going to come talk to the people directly. I'm going to show up. They're going to see me. I'm going to turn the mountain into smoke. I'm going to be there. But I need you to take all the Israelis, Israelites. I don't know. It's let's not. Yes, yeah. I'm going to take all the Israelites. Shit." And, uh, I can't even say it now. Uh, and I need you to consecrate them today and tomorrow and make them wash up, which is, I don't know, kind of insulting. I mean, my mom used to make me do that before I went to church every yeah, Sunday. Brush your so fucking teeth, comb your hair. We're going to go talk to God. So now I kind of don't know what to think because all those people are like, oh, God, I'll take you what you are. But he's like, no, you got to wash up before you go talk to God. You know? Yeah, yeah. You're just going to show up in jeans and sandals, you little shit. So then he sets some boundaries. He's like, by the way, this is the mountain of God. Anyone who comes to the base or touches the mountain shall be put to death. But not with your hands because they're filthy or some shit. You got to kill them with a stone or an arrow. Uh, whether man or beast, he shouldn't like, what the fuck is this part? So here's my question. Um, these people have zero knowledge of geology. Right. So how are they defining the base of this mountain? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I bet you, huh, that's a good point. Because you got the foothills. And then you have yeah, the like you, there's really, it's hard, I feel like, even today to say this is where the mountain I'll starts. I'll tell you what, let's go to Mount Sinai and we're going to survey it. And we'll put some things up. All are right. you still allowed like to not gonna... go to Mount Sinai? I feel like the easiest way to get there would maybe be to join ISIS. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. Can you still not go to Mount Sinai? Is that what ISIS does? If, oh, if you're a Jew, you mean? Anyone. Like, is, like, is it against the rules? I don't know. Oh, because God will strike you dead yeah. if you go. That's my point. Oh. I don't know. I haven't been. They should, they, <laughs> Clearly because I'm alive. They should, I don't know if there is, but if there isn't, they should put up a wall. Because once you have a wall, no more crime. Well, God already did. Why doesn't God just consecrate America so that anyone that's not white? Once you put up a wall, no more crime. Build. Wait, what is? Build the wall, crime will fall. Actually, is what you meant to say. Um, Another interesting thing is like, okay, so don't come near the mountain. Make sure everyone's washed. And to the people of Israel, on the third day, do not come near your wives. 
Now, all this seems really convenient for Moses, I think. Like, oh, there's a secret mountain where no one can go near and all their wives are alone? I don't know. In the big rock candy mountain. <laughs> you know? I love um, that hobo song. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the women are all left alone and there's a magic mountain they can't touch. Um, on the third day, there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of a trumpet. So all the people in the camp trembled. A very loud trumpet, it makes mention of. Yeah, I'll do a sweet, uh, I'll add that later in post. Yeah, great. I was worried. Um, and uh, Mount Sinai was completely in fire, and there's a blast, and oh, blah, blah, blah. So God comes down with a fucking, like, explosion and trumpets and thunder and lightning. He's shining on these kids. Why is God so obsessed with uh, impressing these dickbags? That is a solid question, because um, it is an obsession at this point, right? Like, we we saw it in Egypt. We saw it when he wanted to feed them. We saw it when he wanted to give them water. Like, it always has to be a show, you yeah, know? Yeah, he's a magician. He, he He's a showman. He's the Barnum and Bailey of fucking gods. Yeah, he's the uh, Hugh Jackman of Wolverines. Huh. So God tells Moses, go down and warn the people, lest they break through to gaze at the Lord, and many of them perish. So he's like, all right, but Moses, make sure they stay away. Kind of like a Wizard of Oz type style, I think. I think there's a little bit, I think it's a little bit too on the nose. They're like, don't let these guys come behind the curtain. They'll they'll kill them. They'll die. But they actually would die, though. This is the random shit. That's the problem, is that the Wizard of Oz was a fake threat to conceal his humanity. Okay. In this case, it's a real it's threat literal. to 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 hide his. But but why? Because as we talked about last episode, God showed up to them after they crossed the well, Red that's Sea. That's implied, but not known. But I don't know. Thus far, it really has seemed like God likes to be a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, and burning bushes. He's got a fog machine he carries around with him. Yeah. Um, he actually sounds pretty cool when you say it like that. And uh, he's like, Aaron, get down and then come up and you and Aaron with you. But do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord, lest he break out against them. It's suspicious. It, it just makes God sound so arbitrary. It makes him sound like a, a, a wild animal. Yeah. Like he's just like, don't let them come up here lest I bite them. Like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, I get that he's. I don't know. It's so weird that you see him and and the one hand uh, craft uh, intricately crafting all of humanity, all of the earth, every beast. And and then at the other hand, that he's this thing that like, uh oh, you better not accidentally look at him because you will just die. Like why? He, he had to break have made that stuff. They'll just kick their ass. Yeah. Well, he would. Why did he build that into the timeline I, I it's just it's so insane it is a it's definitely a weird god especially after the god of genesis like this god just seems like he's been smoking a lot of meth and now he just flies off the handle at nothing he just straight <laughs> you gotta watch out he just he, he just, i don't like it he just i don't like he this just part. attacks moses for no fucking reason he's pitting this weird game against egypt he wants to kill a bunch of kids and now he's just like, don't let anyone come near me. I'll bite them. I'll kick their ass. If anyone if anyone tries to sneak. I mean, he's been doing that a while. When people were like, oh, I'm going to go get some man on the Sabbath. He's like, he's pissing me off. You're really, you're really pushing me. 
I don't like that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, it just gives me weird vibes. It, it, it feels like... It feels like the kind of uh, pagan god that Christians are so judgmental against, you know, yeah. to me. Like some, like if you- that it's just this dark force. Um, it, and it, I think it, it just it's like looking through the slats, you know, through the blind, the slats of the blinds and seeing kind of that this Christian god, this biblical god came from the same sort of ideals, the same sort of uh, passions mm-hmm. that that a pagan god came from, I feel right? like, he's like fe- I feel like if you went through that smoke you'd see Moses Aaron and God cutting a kid up over some pizza I mean that actually sounds just, way cooler than what I would <laughs> just, just a bunch of guys jerking off on a pizza and they put it in the oven and they kill a kid Comet Pizza yeah Comet pizza? pizza yeah some DC pizza joint uh, so that's the end of Exodus 19 Exodus 20 now we're getting to the good shit this is the big one. This is the big boy. I don't even, do you think the people are ready? I think they're so ready. So while they were jerking off on a pizza and killing a kid, uh, God spoke to all and of them. And playing ping pong. Yeah. Saying, these are my commandments and these are my rules. So it's Aaron and it's Moses up there, hidden from the two million people at the bottom of the mountain. They can't touch the mountain lest they perish it's immediately. It's got to be a secret. You know, you don't want, you know, I feel like it's like when people were like, hey, uh, what's George Bush's plan on the war in Iraq? And like that senator was like, he's not going to tell you, though. You're just going to run and tell I'll, your friends. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you. Mission accomplished. Yeah. ISIS is what the plan is. <laughs> um, so God finally tells Moses and Aaron all these words, which also, yeah, so it's Aaron is there too, which is cool. I didn't know that Aaron was there. I don't think I saw him in the movie. It's because if God just told Moses, then his stupid ass lisp would have ruined yeah, it. Yeah, you got to have a... Like, how dumb are the Ten Commandments if they're like, and then they say it, they, they say it, we got to thou not murder. <laughs> like, this doesn't work. Get Jethro up here. He knows how to talk to a lady. Shit, dude, Jethro would fuck shit up. Um... So let's get into this. These are the Ten Commandments, which just keep in mind, this is the shit people like waste a whole bunch of tax dollars on to get put in front of a courthouse in Alabama. Zoop. Uh, The first commandment. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. That's not a commandment. Out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. Okay. see, so you that I my book says that's the the first commandment. The whole. Yeah, but that's obviously the preamble. I don't think so. I think I think if you're going to consider no. that, because he talks about like Look. saving them from Egypt and shit, they're long form. See, I didn't see that shit. <laughs> no. All right. Well, so it's a, okay. It has it tabbed, right? It has a t- no. Each commandment is tabbed to the left. I'll show you what my on my Bible. It makes it easy to read. Yeah. So the first commandment, you did say it, but it's Your just Bible's big gay. All right. You shall not. Well, there's something like it. Good job. <laughs> I'm not fucking 15 year old memers. No, so it says the first commandment is, You shall have no other gods before me. Uh, That's the first one. That's pretty. I like how he establishes a baseline. This is actually a good commandment. So, how does your. How do you interpret that? Uh, for one, if you're watching Avengers, you're going to hell. <laughs> Thor is technically a demigod. Uh, so, the way mine concordance oddly enough says you shall have no other gods before me which is almost to say that you can have other gods just none before me like none higher yeah kind of like i have the samsung galaxy s8 active 
That's a god to me. Such a but it's secondary <laughs> to Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, good, good analogy. You nailed it. Um, yeah. So oh, that is interesting that, is, that it says before me. I've never in my entire Christian life thought of that. Yeah. Like it basically is like, yeah, you can have other gods, but I'm obviously top dog. They're. T- they're secondary or tertiary gods, which is oddly. Fair. I don't know. Again, it could also just mean you have. You shall have no other. It's gods kind of fun. Me, no other gods, because I mean, well, first of all, we are talking about a mixed group here that he's talking to. Some of these are Egyptians, you know. That's true. The the escapees. Yeah, yeah. So they can still worship Horus or the jackal dude or yeah, whatever. But obviously, but just after. Obviously, God kicked their ass. So like, you just gotta when you're pouring it out for your homies, you gotta pour more out for this. Yeah, guy. yeah. You light two candles for God. One candle for Horus. He gets one candle. That's all he gets. Sure. Half a lamb. All right. Commandment number two. You shall... This is a long commandment. Everyone buckle up. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations at those who love me and keep my commandments. So actually, ixnay everything we just talked about. You can't have any other gods. Well, I don't know if I understood that. It just said you can't make gods out of anything that is on the sky, the earth, or the water. So, is there something besides those three things? Well, that my, you're my aware point of is, is I don't think they claim that God physicist? is in the air. Maybe the, I, don't the, know. I guess you could interpret it. I just thought it was like like anyone who has like a wooden carved thing of like an orca, you're going to hell. Like it's hmm. it says you can't have like carved animals. So can you think about it? This is the thing, though, that I think this is basically covering what the first commandment didn't. Is this kind of so, like like when ISIS likes to break up those statues and shit? No, the thing they're like, oh, well, you can't have probably. a likeness that is a deity or something you bow down. Is that just a specific thing? I think so, yes. Like, oh, you can't have a carving yeah. of a dolphin because God hates that shit. But I love the fact that he's like, I am your God, a jealous God. Fucking insecure much? That comes up as a lot. Like, why would you be so, so proud of that God? I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, unclench. I don't know. <laughs> I am a jealous guy. It's not you a good look. A lo- if you unclench a lot, it's gonna like come to me, out. it's like if like if if like my girlfriend was like, oh, by the way, you shall not have an Instagram because I am a jealous girlfriend, and if you like them, no, then- no, no. See, I'm gonna stop you there. Um, there is a version of jealous there's a definition of jealous that's not what you're equating it to give it to me it's not an aggressive jealousness in terms of like looking for a reason to be jealous it's more of a protective jealousness and like keeping something that you have close yeah so like like, uh... not getting jealous it's here's what i'll say it's the difference between getting jealous because someone's talking to your wife okay and getting jealous because your wife is flirting with someone i guess i consider both of them to be I, 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 I'm okay with the idea that it's just like um, your girlfriend being like, and by the way, you don't get to talk to girls. It's still shitty to do. I don't know. I don't, it's still a jealous, shitty thing. There's, you know? I mean, for instance, in my relationship, I can talk to girls, but if I'm having sex with them, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Then Sierra gets a little jealous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like God would do. Um uh, so that's that. All right, you take the th- you take the third commandment. Ah, uh, thanks. 
Uh, <laughs> I can see why he gave it to you. The third commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will hold him, the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Uh, now, this is an interesting... Yeah, something to be learned here. There, God damn buddy. it. Um, <laughs> something I thought was interesting is that my concordance specifically states that this is a reference to two things. I'm going to just read them out here. To take the Lord's name in vain meant to lift it up or use it. To do something in vain, or to take the Lord's name meant to lift it up or use it. To do something in vain meant to do it with no good purpose or effect. That includes frivolous use of God's name, or to use it in a willful or deceitful use for wickedness, or to accomplish something wicked or a selfish goal. Okay. So, Kim Davis. You're a piece of shit, and you are guilty of the third <laughs> fucking commandment, bitch. Uh, Triple agree. Ted Haggard, George Bush, anyone who voted for Trump. If you're the kind of person that's like, oh, well, God, if you're asserting some sort of, uh, I guess, agency from God that follows your ideals, but it's all bullshit, then you're using his name in vain, and you're a piece of shit, and you broke the third commandment. And I think it's, uh, I think you're a goddamn piece of shit. Yeah, I don't even think you're using... Goddamn, in vain there. I think I am. I think you're. I, no, I don't think you are. Uh, well, all right. If if you're gonna give it to me, then I'll take it. Well, no, I'm saying you're not because obviously you don't believe God's real, right? But if you, in the way that you're using it, so first off, you're not using it in vain because you don't even believe it's real, right? right? So it's not van, it's not in vain because it doesn't exist to you. So you can't use it in vain because it's vain to begin with. That's interesting but, t- thought. But beside that, if you did believe God was real and you were saying it, you would be meaning it literally, and it would not be in vain because you would believe that people who that support Trump because he is chosen by God are damned by God because clearly he's a piece of shit and he's lying to everyone. So I think, like for instance, another person who's ta- who's breaking the third commandment is people who are like, "Oh, God hates fags" or whatever, you know, or like the Westboro Baptist Westboro Baptist Church. Absolutely, I will stand by. Nope. I will stand by the fact that they are a progressive movement <laughs> and no one realizes it. I hold that truth. Uh, you think they're doing black propaganda? I know we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. We've had this conversation way before this podcast started yeah. that I think Westboro Baptist Church is an agent of change that is doing a lot of things for the First Amendment that no one realizes. I, I. Well, we won't have to flesh that out right let, now. Though. Well, let. Because I don't want to let that go too far before people misconstrue. We're halfway through. Our the whole point almost. of the Westboro Baptist being a black propaganda machine is that I feel like the Westboro Baptist. Do you know the term black propaganda? No, that's why I was. Okay, confused. so black propaganda is where you take the point of view of someone who you feel the opposite of to make their point look bad. So in the instance of the Westboro Baptist, you show up at the funerals of veterans and you're like, this is because of gays. You know, it makes more people go, wow, these people are shitheads and any Christian who agrees with them is also a shithead. We're going to lump you all in together. You're all shitheads and we're going to be more tolerant of homosexuals. No, no, no. I don't think they're that at all. I think they're First Amendment. So in the in the old days, Fred, whatever okay, well, his name I is. I, I think they do more for... That's fair, maybe. I felt like the Westboro Baptist did more for gay rights. What's the guy's name? Fred... Fuck. It doesn't matter. I, who cares? Really? He's dead now. Fred... What's his face? Who is an attorney with Westboro Baptist Don't Church. Know. Was a famous civil rights attorney 
for the cause of uh, African Americans decades oh, ago. I don't, I don't get the connection. What do you? What's your point? My point is Fred Phelps. Okay. My point is that Fred Phelps uh, realized that going the straight route wasn't working very well, and then instead expanding uh, constitutional rights as a heel mm-hmm. might work better. But let's obviously not take any further into this. Okay. No, well, okay. I, I just wanted to briefly get my point was that I thought that the Westboro Baptists sort of made you think that people like, you know, a Huckabee and all the and like Mike Pence types. Uh, that's fun. And people are like tying themselves to that, yeah. like being an anchor like, to that boat yeah, where it's dragging you're, them you're, down. It's it sort of is like, well, I, you know, all those people that got to sit on the sidelines and be like, well, I'm okay, you know, in the God, but I just don't think they could get married and blah blah blah. And I'm okay to vote down their rights and you know, uh, say that they shouldn't be able to adopt kids and all this. Is, let's be clear, you shitheads are just the same as the Westboro Baptists. The Westboro Baptists just get worse PR because they're more open about it. And the fact that the Westboro Baptists out there generating so much hate for themselves, it kind of like comical levels of hate. It kind of splashes onto the, you know, the Mike Pence types and shit like that. So I thought that the Westboro Baptists by generating so much vitriolic hate towards their movement did more to sort of help gay rights in its own kind of weird way, you know? Maybe, Maybe that was both. intentional. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it's intentional. The documentaries seem to see, seem to think that they're pretty serious about it, but um, I, I don't think it's some Andy level, Andy Kaufman level satire. But I, I hope it is. You know. And when I get to heaven, I'll ask. Yeah, when, you get to <laughs> but, <laughs> when I see All them right, in so hell, that, I'll talk about it. But so that's the third commandment. Yeah. So the fourth commandment: Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And that's the gist of it. He keeps saying a bunch of shit about it. That's why I thought this is the uh, beginning of the Sabbath. It starts with manna, right? I don't think Abraham or Joseph or any of those other guys had a Sabbath. No, no, no. Well, God rested on the seventh day in Genesis. But he's the only one that does it. No one does it. This is the beginning of the Sabbath. It keeps getting mentioned. That, no, there was there was a thing earlier. You're wrong. Whatever. I don't care. The point is, now we have it officially on the books. Yeah, okay, great. It's a fish. For better or... For you work worse. six days, you chill on the seventh. Which really is some lazy communist propaganda. Yeah, for sure. Opinion. That's like that's like Mexican siestas. You're like... <laughs> this is like straight out of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's mouth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Good job, AOC. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty easy commandment. What was this, the fifth one? Honor your mother and your father that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Um, it's weird that this is the only one that extends your life. Yeah. loving your parents. Um, something I thought was interesting is that my Bible states that the commandments are important because... No way. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the reason why they're important, they're not just laws. They're not just... This is things you should do, you know, like jaywalking's a crime, you know, it's wrong or whatever, but that they're more an extension of God's personality. Like these are the reason why these oh. are the top 10 is because this is really a reflection of God's personality. These are the things that are important to him. He's a jealous, angry God. He doesn't want you to have another God. That's just how I am. All right. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. I'm God, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, remember the Sabbath. I don't work on Sundays. You don't work on Sundays. Oh, okay. You know, don't fucking uh, jerk around with my name, all right? I don't like people messing on my name. Respect on my name, you know? Yeah, get your name on my <laughs> yeah, mouth is bitch. what you meant to say. But yes. Uh, and then honor your mother and your father. It kind of is like the first one where it's like, by the way, 
love your mom, love your dad. I'm God. This is what I like. I like it when people love other parents. Ooh, it's like that Mr. T song. <laughs> Treat your mother right. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> so does so, so uh, my mom. Um, um, so that's it. You know, just that's five. Uh, commandment number six. This one's an easy one. You shall not murder. Is it though? Yeah, I mean, unless you're a murderer. So I. So here's the thing. It's my Bible specifically references the fact that it says you shall not murder. Not that you shall not kill. Not that you shall not take life. You know, nothing about abortion. Just you shall not murder. Yeah, it's basically like uh, laws in America right now. Uh, you can kill in self-defense. That's yeah, not exactly. considered a murder. So it, it's not that... You can take... Obviously, the Jews had an eye-for-an-eye situation going yeah. on. I mean, you got to kill uh, those so that wouldn't uh, be Edomites, you know, for the fun of it. But um, Kill the shit out of those kill guys. Kill the fucking shit out of those guys. But um, you don't just premeditated just kill a guy for fun, like Cain did. I mean, I... You know? You say you don't. I mean, yeah. Uh, obviously. Obviously, I've thought on about paper. it. I've thought about it a lot. But, um... Mm-hmm. But you you don't. Uh, what's the next one? What number are we on? Is that six? So now we're on seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, yeah. yeah so number seven, seven. Thou shall not commit adultery. And we can probably just blow through the rest of these. Thou shall not commit adultery. The next one. Thou is, shall not steal. Yeah, that's an obvious one. These are easy. These are all easy. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. No lying. Thou shall not lie. And then thou shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not cover your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. You could have just said that at the beginning. Yeah, just anything that belongs to your neighbor. Okay. But then again, I might think his wife doesn't belong to him because I'm a feminist. You know, like he's like, are you covering my wife? And I'm like, doesn't belong to you, buddy. That ain't yours. (laughs) She's an independent woman. Don't need no man. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the Ten Commandments, huh? We're going to keep coming back to this because I, I, I am obsessed with the fact that evangelicals uh, support Trump. That boggles my goddamn mind. As it should. Like, you're talking about... There's a, a lot of woke evangelicals, though, I that have Yes, I don't know. I mean... There are. I'm telling no, you. I, I, don't ask, I didn't ask you for okay, you. I'm telling I'm you. I'm sure. But, I mean, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not lie, and you shall not covet your neighbor's house or wife or whatever. So anytime someone says that they were going to grab a woman by the pussy, knowing that she was married, I don't know. I think you just got all of them. And he was married. That's adultery and coveting. Ah, And it's not like he's changed. ah, That's just how men are. They love breaking all the commandments. You know what? I didn't see anything. Uh, We don't have. Here's the thing. Let's not get too political here because this should all be taken for granted. I think like there's no point for us. What I don't see is thou shall not butt fuck a man. I mean, it was he decided to destroy Sodom over that shit, but I don't see it in the top 10. That's correct. The head of the list. Love is love. (sighs) Um, no, you're right. You're right. It's not in the top ten. Um, uh, I don't think that. I still think the Bible is pretty homophobic, basically. Oh yeah, for to, sure. For lack of a better term, but it's also but uh, xenophobic and I don't know, probably transphobic. Every somewhere in there. it's yeah. So that's the commandments. So yeah, 
that's the gist of the Ten Commandments. And then God, you know, the people are freaking out because they're seeing all this thunder and lightning as God is giving it to Moses, yeah. which is weird. You know, the other funny thing is that, that I didn't bring up while we're going through them. We have seen each of these commandments broken over and over again throughout the Bible so far. Yeah, I mean, all of I them. guess it wasn't. Okay, so, I mean, those those crimes were grandfathered in, you know. Yeah, sure. these are now in law, you know, it's like bump stocks, you know, if you could get them when they were, the getting was good, you're good to go, you know. No, I'm pretty sure they're still. <laughs> <laughs> People, if you're listening to this, turn in your bump Don't stocks, do please. it. <laughs> Thou shalt not. Um, All right, weekend, got it. Uh, but anyway, um. So the mountain, there's lightning, all this shit going. The people are all terrified of God's presence. And they tell Moses, you speak with us and we will hear, but let not God speak with us lest we die. Which, again, is super convenient that this story is all about how Moses can talk to God, but none of you guys can. You better not. You better not ask God. Yeah. I'm the fucking gatekeeper to the word of God. That's how it's got to be. It's a very different God than the one we have now, according to Christians. Who just speaks to any crazy you need to have a personal relationship with and all yeah, that who just speaks to everybody and makes them shoot up a school or whatever wow <laughs> that's what they do shoot up a pizza okay. hut uh remember that guy that shot up a fucking abortion clinic god told him to do it i mean you had a yeah yeah i remember when i was a kid because you know when i was a kid i used to go to a, a abortion clinic protest no you did it did you really let's save that for a cold opener okay but yes that's a fact right, we'll talk about that next week it was not of my I own got, I got stuff to talk about that. That's 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 fine. All right, so uh, episode nineteen will be abortion. <laughs> well, we're getting to the law, so that'll be a good one. Um, that's true. That's true. So Moses said to the people, "Do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that His fear may be before you, so that you may not sin." Uh, I guess so. But Mo- so Moses can stand near the dark thickness that is God, or thick darkness. <laughs> <laughs> the dark thickness that is God. Um, but sure. people were like, oh, dark and it's thick. I don't want anything to do with it, you know? Sign me up. Uh, yeah, so the rest, of the, the rest of the chapter is pretty ho-hum. Yeah, it's, um, it's more of just... Uh, but the interesting thing is this. I don't know what it means. So the thing is, then the Lord goes to God, uh, Moses, like, all right, tell all Israel that, you know, you talked to me and I was there. But you shall not make anything to be with me. Gods of silver or gods of gold you shall not make for yourselves. He's basically like, listen, I'm a guy of smoke. If you need to talk to me, you got Moses. Don't go be making your own versions of me to worship. I don't like that shit. Yeah, he doesn't want a physical presence, which kind of ties back into the whole Jacob story when he was leaving Laban. Um, How they melt. Remember they burned all the... Or no, after Shechem. Right, that... uh... They burned all the stuff under the tree. Yeah, or whatever. And so that a, was already kind of established. There's been a general theme of like, hey, I'm mystic. Don't, you know, it's like when Calvin and Hobbes, uh, Bill Waterson, they were like, oh, we'll give you so much money if you'll make uh, license a Hobbes doll. And he's like, listen, Hobbes is either a tiger or a fucking stuffed animal. We don't know. All right. He's magic. He's mystical. I don't want to fucking nail him down with this shit, you know? Ooh, I love that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But, you That's know, he's, he's like, don't make another guy. What I think is interesting is that at this time, that was pretty radical, right? Like, at this time, people actually had physical gods that they thought were their gods. You know, like this statue, that's our god, you know. Take care of yeah. it. Yeah, Put yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the point. That's why I said, like, Laban, they had their house gods. Mm-hmm. 
that were what they worshipped. They were physical. Because why wouldn't you tie something physical to your worship? Like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you know, like... Uh, from In, like, a pagan sense or whatever, in an in a early human uh, before science. Yeah, why wouldn't you have... Like we have a, a statue of a, representation. You know, this goat with horns and stuff, and it's got wings. And yeah, like, like that's our god. That's our god. We he's here though. We we actually can see him from my house. You know, like how or you know, speaking not from a spiritual sense, but from a patriotic sense, we have a giant statue of George Washington's penis in our capital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's there. It's our, it's our, it's our, it's it our just, country. Yeah, it's common sense. Yeah. Um. Here's a, here's a question I have posed to you. Okay. We're done, right? We're done with chapter well, 20. Well, the, the last bit is just, if you make an altar of yeah, stone, exactly. just make it out of some rocks. I don't know. It's boring. We don't need yeah, that. It's, all, it's weird. But that's that's the end of Exodus 20. I'm, I'm going to give credit where, where it's due. This is your idea. But what's your 11th commandment? <laughs> uh, if I had an 11th commandment, it'd just be like, thou shall not be huge piles of shit. Like, I feel like if there was anything... It's too broad. I don't know. Like, don't be a cunt. I'm actually... That'd be me. I thought you were going to have something good. I don't have anything good. Just don't be a cunt. That'd be my thing. <sighs> <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I see a statue of uh, the Ten Commandments in front of a courthouse, I'm going to chisel that one in at the bottom. No, no, no. See, here's the thing with the commandments. They're all pretty specific. Okay. What do you got? I, I was going to say, don't fart in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, if you don't have it, if you don't make it very specific, people will fuck it up. All right, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess you're right. I never thought about it. Is they are very specific. Remember yeah. the Sabbath, no other gods, don't carve shit, don't steal. Yeah, I guess they're pretty basic. Well, honor your mother and your father is to me in that same vein. You know, like, what does that mean? It's kind of... I don't know. If, if dad wants his dick sucks. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to dig into that any further. But, uh, well, hey, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to really get heavy on Twitter this this week and ask people what their 11th commandments okay. are. Okay, yeah. I bet that someone, almost everyone will come up with better ones than we just did. <laughs> so. uh, okay, well, if we're going to go for a specific one, thou shall not fart in elevators, that's pretty good. It's um, pretty specific. especially, and It also has a certain prophetic... Uh, feel to it because they didn't even have elevators back then as far as I'm aware. I, I would say that like thou shalt have your order ready before you get to the cashier. Ooh. I hate yeah, that yeah. shit. I hate that shit so goddamn yeah, much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be you'll be in there and you'll just see two people like chatting and then they get to the register and it's like they didn't even know that they were hungry. They're like, where am I? I'm at a restaurant? Oh shit. Oh and it's like Chipotle where there's a bunch of other questions that gotta be answered on the way down. I hate those guys. I fucking hate <laughs> I those got guys. another one. I have another good commandment. I was getting a tux fitted for a wedding okay. uh, yesterday. Right. Thou shall not make eye contact with the person who is helping you try on your suit. You know, he's right in my face. Okay. And he's just staring right into my eyes. And I'm trying to just like <laughs> look everywhere. But Adam, that was messed up. You know up, what? I don't man. like, I don't know if it's worthy of a command, but I don't like people that talk in the bathroom. Like uh, at the urinal. <laughs> I love you it. I'll tell you what. I was at the urinal the other day and I had my hand, because I was drunk, of course. And I had my hands on the uh, hmm. the the, ba- the barrier, 
and I had my hands there, and then some guy came over and he put his hand on top of my hand, and he like interlocked his fingers, and we just looked and made eye contact, and I was like, "There should be a what? law against this. Like, whatever the fuck it is you're that, doing." That did not. That happen. Happen. <laughs> I was like, I just felt his hand, and then I felt his fingers dive into my fingers, and then we turned, Whoa. and he just been looking at me with this look of like this smirk. So yeah, I fucking blew it, but I was like, "You don't Dude, you didn't tell BuzzFeed. Get the fuck out of here." You tell BuzzFeed. You know, I was like, I was like, God damn, these fucking Republican senators are always coming after me. Get the fuck out of here. He thought you were a working boy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I better just blow him and get the hell out of here. But, yeah, it is these path of least resistance. Yeah, you know, I know what he's after. But uh, that was oh, like, great. <laughs> oh. Well, any, anything else you want to talk about for uh, this episode 18 we have here? Uh, we, uh, let's Let's do a brief recap let's not get too loose with our format don't do a what are what is the point of this why i mean i guess i already talked about it's kind of an example is this just to keep people from eating each other yeah chapter 18 was the schematic narrative we talked about how they set up their judging system uh chapter 20 is very obviously the way they set up their laws the very first basic form formative like laws they had Mm -hmm. uh 19 was them getting there 17 was them why god punishes them maybe um, later on, uh, it's just showing that they're whiny people and that God is great. And it was one more flex. So you had a little bit of everything in here. It was a, it was a little bit of a, of a Bible buffet. I Do these actually constitute legitimate laws? I mean, I know that they're commandments so they're kind of in a weird separate dealio. Yes, they do. I think, uh, obviously I know we'll later we get that, more into actual like edicts and laws. And this is the, like, this is like and slaves and shit, but. This is like the Constitution, right? This is the Bill of Rights, except the Bill of what you're not allowed to do. It's like the opposite of rights. And later on, we're going to really put into like the codification so of like what you can and cannot First do. and Second Amendment. But then you need actual yeah, other yeah, laws yeah, yeah. that actually codify the fact that, like, oh, by the way, Correct. you can. And specify what this is that and this is the yeah, other. You, you can definitely just mock a Native American. You know, it's, it's allowed. It's the First Amendment. Huh. I, it's well, in the First Amendment. I mean, you got freedom of speech, and the way that boils down is you can just make a pantomime of the uh, Choctaw chant in front of a guy. That's true. Yep. Clearly, you can yell fire and in a movie theater. You know, then, and then you're no, actually, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, it's according to God. Yes. It's legal. Exactly. Do it. All right. I feel like that's, man, four chapters. We got some work done today. We got the Ten Commandments. We got uh, Water Out of a Rock. Yeah, this part's boring. We got <laughs> Stupid. the formation of the band Jethro Tull. Yeah. It was fun. I don't know. It was boring. It's just the Ten yeah, Commandments, yeah, dude. a bunch get of guys excited, wandering get the desert and then... You're, you're the worst hype man I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I don't hype. I never hype. But, uh... All right, fair enough. Well, um, that is Exodus chapter. We hope 17, you learned a 18, lot about the Bible. Nineteen and twenty. Yeah. Don't talk over me again. You will pay. We don't hope you learned too much, though, because if you learn too much, then it's like you won't respect it. Why are we yeah. here? Wait, no. I guess I. Yeah. That's exactly. What we hope mean. you didn't learn too much because there wasn't much to learn. That's why. I hope you didn't learn too much because you won't respect it and you won't like it, you know, if it's That's just true. given to you, you know, you got to struggle. Yeah, we got to give, the, this is like feeding your dog by giving it one piece of kibble We're like time. manna we're from doing. heaven. We're only here once a week. So. Ooh, yeah. You only get two liters. <laughs> you only get two liters a week of this shit. 
and uh, enjoy it. You know, don't get greedy. Don't try to read the Bible on your own. That's greedy. Yeah, do not. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. That's a good. We point. give it to you. Do exactly not read the Bible as much as you need. You don't have the tools that you would need to interpret it like we do. Exactly the critical thinking skills. We're we're you don't we're great men. You don't have the flimsy buddy comedy Ugh, duo situation like that we have either. Buddies, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, if you don't already. Follow us at Irrevelations on Twitter. You feel free to reach out to us via email, irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Have a nice week. Nailed it. All right.